Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This week on your favorite soap opera, it's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, and recaps. Now, here's Dan. Hey, soap fans, welcome to another edition of Soap Central Live. I'm your host, Dan Kroll, back in control after last week's secret takeover left the show in the very capable hands of all my children's Chriselle Staus and Soaps and Depths Richard Sims. I want to make sure that I take a minute here at the top of this show to again thank them, as well as my executive producer, John Missel, and everybody who was a part of last week's star-studded, surprise-filled uh, just amazing episode of Soap Central Live that celebrated 18 years of SoapCentral.com. If you missed the show, first off, you missed an amazing show. But in case you did miss it, the show is now in the archives. You can check it out at any time by visiting SoapCentral.com slash radio. Of course, it's totally free to listen. You can listen to it on demand, or you can download it to any computer, smartphone, or other internet-connected device. Hopefully, you'll wait until after this week's show to do that, because we've got another great episode on tap for you. We're not done celebrating. This week, it's a belated birthday celebration for one of our favorite guests here on Soap Central Live, General Hospital's Jackie Zeman. Now, just some background on this on-air celebration, in case you're wondering how it came to be. Way back in 2010, when Soap Central Live was still a very new program, I reached out to some of the folks who share their birthdays right around me, right around March 6th, because I thought it might be a fun idea to have some of our favorite soap stars come on, celebrate their birthday with me, and maybe make some sort of fun and a tradition out of it. And because the show was so new, it was really hard to sort of make inroads and make that happen. But I have to tell you that Jackie was gracious enough to accept the invitation, and this has become an annual tradition here on the show. It's something that I know I look forward to every year, and I hope that you guys too. Uh, in fact, I'm guessing that this year is probably going to be an even bigger celebration because there's special meaning. Nurse Bobby is back on our TV screens, where she belongs, I might add. I know that a lot of you are probably wanting to call in and take part in today's show. Maybe you want to talk to Jackie. Maybe you'd like to uh, celebrate your birthday with us. Maybe you're a fellow Pisces. Whatever you'd like to do, the way to participate in the show is to call our toll-free call-in line. It's 866-472-5788. Again, it's 866-472-5788. You can also submit your questions, your comments, anything else on Twitter at Soap Central Live. I'm going to be checking the Twitter feed throughout the show, reading what you guys have to say, and hopefully some of those comments will make it into the show. Now, as I was saying, it is always a special treat when someone takes some time out of their me time to spend it here with us on the show. 
I don't have enough words to express my gratitude for someone coming back four times. So let's bring on our birthday celebrant, even if it's a couple of weeks late, Jackie Zeman. Jackie, welcome back to Soap Central Live. Well, Dan, thank you so much. And I have to say, happy belated birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> happy, it, it is. It's a couple of, of weeks after the fact, but we sort of chatted behind the scenes by email and whatnot, and I said that I gave you special permission that you could continue to celebrate your birthday from March 6th until whenever you were able to pop up on the show. So how has your uh, 23-day birthday celebration been? <laughs> Well, I have to tell you, it's been absolutely wonderful. Uh, my daughters and uh, my friends gave me an amazing birthday party this year. And I hadn't had a birthday party. I mean, normally birthday parties are, like, small for me, like just, you know, my family or and a couple of very, very close friends. So it's not that I haven't had parties over the years. But this was a party with, you know, some of my friends and get-together and dinner. And it was just so beautiful and it was so nice and it made me feel so... Um, Loved and appreciated, and it was great. So I have those memories forever. So 23 days later, yes, I'm still thinking about it and re- reverberating from the, the the loveliness of it. <laughs> was this by chance a surprise party, or were you in on the uh, celebration? Well, it started out to be. I didn't know ahead of ta- time. Uh, my my youngest daughter got into my email to get email addresses to invite everybody. So um, I have to apologize to any of my close friends that did not get invited, anybody whose name in the email, like if their name wasn't in the email address as their name or they didn't recognize the email, the invitations only went out to the people they knew. <laughs> <laughs> it but it was seems, amazing. It was absolutely amazing. It was a wonderful evening. So there we go. <laughs> it seems like this was really the year for surprises. I was mentioning uh, my executive producer took over the show last week with a, a surprise sort of celebration for 18 years of SoapCentral.com. You had a surprise birthday party. You know, as much as I don't like surprises, I have to say you're absolutely right. It really is a great way to feel loved, to feel appreciated. There's nothing quite like it. It really is, isn't it? And that's, the, you know, that's part of the adventure of life. When you don't know everything that's, you know, I, I'm one of those people that I basically don't really like surprises that much. I kind of like to know what's going on. And, I mean, I think my, my daughters obviously know that about me. Like, if I were going out, I would just like to know, like, where I'm going so I have the right, uh, dressed in the right way and I can plan my time and blah, 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 all of that. I kind of like, just like to know what's ahead. But sometimes the adventure of life, some of the, the sweetest, most wonderful things are the things that you're not expecting or that you don't plan and they just come to you and all of a sudden, you know, you kind of just jump off that cliff and have a good time. That I have to say, too. It's not so much for me that I don't like surprises per se. I'm like you. I kind of want to know what's the general plan, not so that I have to plan everything down to the minute, but so that I can at least, like you said, make sure that you're dressed appropriately. You don't want to go to a a fine diner and have on a T-shirt and sneakers. You don't want to be going to Siberia and have packed a swimsuit. (laughs) Exactly. So, Dan, what did you end up doing for your birthday? Well, I went out. It was a very quiet, it was very well appreciated, uh, a very quiet, nice dinner. I uh, had so, a lot of friends, as you can probably imagine, and calling, uh, you know, wishing me a happy birthday. I went home to celebrate my birthday with my grandmother. Her birthday is March 4th. So she and I have a uh, tradition every year where we'll go and have 
dinner will go and I'll take her shopping and, and, you know, buy her anything that she may need. For me, that's sort of that regular routine, just having a day to sort of catch my breath and do things that I may not be able to do on a day where I have a lot of other work obligations. For me, that's the best thing. There was also, there was, gosh, there were, there was a lot of cake involved in, in this year's celebration. Oh, really? Oh. <laughs> Which is so what's always your favorite good. kind of cake, Dan? You know, I don't know that I have one. And this is a question I was going to ask for you. I love ice cream cake. That's not quite a cake, but it works yeah, for me. it is. It is. That counts. <laughs> okay, well, good. For me, I found, and it's not as though I'm just finding this. I don't want people to think I've missed the whole revolution, but I am a sucker for cupcakes. I like exploring it because that way you can make a commitment to a cake in a small bite-sized portion. You don't have to worry about getting a whole sheet cake that maybe you don't like. So I like going yeah. to different places that have cupcakes and trying all the different crazy flavors. Yeah, uh, well, that, that obviously those businesses have done so well the last few years because I think everybody feels the same way. I would like to think so. I mean, there are varying prices, I guess, that people will be willing to pay for cupcakes. I see local places that are $2, and I read online that some places are charging 5 6 or more dollars for a single cupcake, which sort of blows my mind. I know, and some of these fancy, fancy places that, you know, they wrap them all up in cellophane and make them look good will charge 15, 12 or $15 <laughs> for a cupcake. Is that crazy or what? It kind of is. I mean, there are places, even here in Philadelphia, where we're known for our cheesesteaks. There is a one of the restaurants here off of Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia has a $100 version of a cheesesteak. It has, uh, it's made of Kobe Ooh. beef. It has caviar on it. There's little gold. Uh, beef, uh, caviar on top? Black caviar? Totally serious. And they have little gold, uh, like little lamay, whatever they are, little, uh, uh, I'm missing the word here, the, like the leaf. They gold leaf. They shred over it so that you're literally eating gold when you have this cheesesteak. It's a hundred bucks. I can't think of the name of the place, but I'm sure if anybody goes online and Google's hundred dollar cheesesteak, you'll be able to find the place. And if so, you desire, you can go and check it out and try it. Oh, that's hysterical. Well, I'm I'm very well aware that you're known for the Philadelphia cheesesteaks because I happened to, you know, when I was growing up in New Jersey, we ate a lot of that. That was our kind of like real home-style kind of food, you know, So, and I've always liked that. And I have to confess, I haven't had one of those in a, probably a, a very long time. But they don't, they don't have a lot of that out here in California. I think it's because it's kind of a heavier meal. And um, I don't know, for some reason out on the West Coast here, everybody's into the lighter, you know, lighter cuisine. And fifteen dollar cupcakes, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. If you, yeah, depending on where you go, but exactly, if you go to the neighborhood, it's kind of neighborhood where they would sell that that cheesesteak is where they would sell that fifteen dollar cupcake. <laughs> I'll have to go hang out and take a look and, and walk past the shops and see what's going on. Now, I want to circle back a little bit because I had mentioned that we're celebrating our little on-air birthday celebration here a little later than usual, and I'd like to let people know why it's it's. A good story, but you were supposed to be here on March 8th, and you couldn't be here because... Mm, yeah, wait, because we were shooting the nurse's ball over at GH. So, you know, and it, I, I, was, I wanted to be on the air with you so much, but those scenes, because everybody's in everything, you know what I mean? You're kind of, mm-hmm. once you get on set, like at 7 in the morning, you don't get off set till like whenever it's done at night, which was like... Seven-ish, eight, nine, whenever we were done. So, but, but I guess that's a wonderful reason. But I felt really bad because you know we had planned ahead for me to come on, and I was hoping at that time 
that there would be like just a space in the shoot schedule. But anyway, here we are now, and that's all good. <laughs> well, can I tell you and, that I got a text message from someone who was so looking forward to calling in and chatting with you on the 8th, and then I had to explain that you weren't going to be here, but they could still call in and, and you know talk to me and wish me a happy birthday, and she said, nah, not a big deal. <laughs> no way. <laughs> my mother. It was my mother who said that. Isn't that horrible? That's hysterical. Oh, I, <laughs> well, love, oh, I love the mom. <laughs> I have given her, she feels that she can now call in every year that we're all best friends. I'm going to give her the opportunity to actually speak to you now. Let's welcome my mom back to Soap Central Live. Mom, here's your chance to talk to Jackie. <laughs> I'm so glad to talk with you again. I think she's there. Let's see. Mom, are yeah. you still there? Yeah, I keep getting a lot of static. Yes, I'm still here. I just well, wanted to call call in and wish everybody. I wished you happy birthday already, so. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> so wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I so appreciate that. So why did you, uh, Mom, why did you want to call in so badly, and why were you so disappointed when you found out that Jackie had to uh, had to work on her first appearance here? Well... This is just a regular routine, and I look forward to to talking and wishing her a happy birthday. You know, we're like we're like friends. That's right. We've never met, but we're like friends. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that from last year. <laughs> so thank you very much. Let me ask you a question. When is your birthday? My birthday is August ninth. Ah. She is a Leo. Ooh, you're yeah. a Leo. Oh, Leo is great. I have a Leo rising in my chart. I think Leo, I like that part of me. Leo's cool. So, what does, Danny, for you, Danny, what does, yes? Danny takes me, um, he takes me out for my birthday. We, we have a good time together, too. So, um, this last so, time he took me for a birthday present to see Barbara Streisand. Oh my gosh! How incredible! That well, I figured she. Best, this is one of those things. things. She doesn't tour. This is one of the. It was right around my mother's birthday. I figured, you know, you never know if certain people are going to be touring anymore. They say it's their last. Sometimes it's not their last. You know, like that. What is it? Cher has been touring for her last tour for the past twenty years. Uh, I wanted to make sure that she had a chance to go in and check her out. Oh, that's so amazing! So wait, this is what you did last year. Or this is what you're doing this year. That's what we did, we last, did last year. Last year. Oh my god! So where did you actually go to see her? Down there in Philly, there was. I went down. I spent this couple of days with Danny, and we went to um, went to see her, and then just had a great time. I just, I loved it. I was like mem- mesmerized. <laughs> oh, I'll bet. Oh, she's amazing. She's amazing I've to see. Never well, I was seen in Las Vegas that about eh, maybe a month and a half ago, and saw finally Jersey Boys which I have to tell you I totally loved, oh, my God, and Lady Gaga, who has also put on an incredible show. Wow. And when you get to see a show like that of people like, people like that or people like Barbara Streisand who are like legends in their, you know, in their own time, you remember that show for the rest of your life. Yes. You know, the memories yes. are in your head, and just like, it's a great to do it for a birthday because you just remember the whole evening. You know, you'll remember yeah. what you did for dinner and where you go, and that's lovely. What a nice, nice, beautiful, thoughtful, generous present, Dan. I like your idea. Well, like I said, I, I, my mother is maybe a, a little 
more turned down, low key than I am. But I've never seen her this excited in her life. She was literally bouncing off the walls. Like before the show, she was pacing back and forth. Uh, you know, I, I've never seen it. It was actually that was more entertaining to me than anything else. Watching her like a, a little kid right before Christmas. That's so cool. <laughs> Well, it's not every day you get to go see something like that. So Yeah, that's for sure. And she, I bet she was absolutely wonderful, huh? Yes, it was very good. I, I Like I said, I was just like, didn't, didn't move. Yes, you when did. You were jumping up and down, clapping the whole time. <laughs> well, when you were supposed to. But other than that, I wasn't, I paid it really, you know, sometimes when you go to a concert, you don't really always pay real close attention, you know, it's. You kind of wander around. Yes, I understand. If you this, don't love the, a, the actor, sometimes you can begin to lose interest and start to think, oh, is it done yet? When they were little, you know, if I would take them to see a show that they weren't, like, you know, that interested in or if they were a little young, Mommy, can we be done now? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mom, I want to thank you for calling in. I know that you'll, if you don't wheedle your way into another show sometime between now and then, we'll have you back on next year, and you can join in the party next year, too. Okay. It was nice talking to you, and again, happy birthday. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. You know, I invited her on once for Mother's Day. She was very nervous about it. I wasn't sure what she would think. And now I can't keep her off the show. She'd call in every week if she had a chance. That's nice. You know, and I bet people love that, Dan. Uh, you know, like your fans and friends and people that like to listen to you get to know your mom. I bet they love when she comes on. They actually would probably rather hear from her than me as she's, they never know quite what she's going to say. They're hoping that she'll she'll tell stories of how I've misbehaved as a kid. <laughs> Yeah, well, mothers have the capability to do that, huh? <laughs> Thankfully, there's a mute button on this show that we can quiet for at any time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you had mentioned that you are Leo Rising, and one of the things that we do every year here on the show is I cut out the yearly horoscope that they have in the paper to let us know what our year-ahead outlook will be. I thought that this year's was sort of interesting, so let me give, get your take on this one. Oh, it's yeah, sad. good. Okay, now this is the same. This is for anybody... Uh, who was born on the same day? That is correct. Anyone okay. who has a March 6th birthday, this is our year outlook. Okay. It said, this year you gain greater insight because of your willingness to open up to others and explore new ideas. You genuinely have a great deal of compassion. It mentions that Capricorn would make a loyal friend. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. Are you intrigued by the first part or by the Capricorners? Well, both, who's but, yeah, well, well the, the first part I kind of knew because that came up in a little bit in my chart. I have a friend who does, um, she's great. Uh, her name is Pam, Pam Powers, Pamela Powers. And she does um, a lot of stuff with um, astrology and the planets and does charts and EFT and just all kinds of things. She's written a lot of books. And every year she sends me for my birthday a chart and a like a, you know, a breakdown of what's ahead in the year, a few pages of, like, each period. And, and like, where the, the position of the planets and, like, what like what Saturn is influencing or what Pluto is influencing or what, you know what I mean, what's coming up. So that was interesting. But it's, it's rare for someone to say, oh, the, like, the Cap to specifically say, oh, Capricorn in general is, you know, 
something. That's interesting to me because I never heard that before. Well, not to put your friend on the spot here, but did she by any chance have in your your stars and charts that you would be returning to General Hospital? Um, not not in the, those specific words, like that it was General Hospital, but it did come up that it was going to be a good year uh, creatively and mm-hmm. that it was going to be um, uh, a better year financially, which I thought was interesting. Uh, and I think that those two things are related somewhat in mm-hmm. my head because at that time when, you know, what was happening was when I was actually on, you know, for, for some shows, and I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. Maybe it's coming up. She had done the chart before then, so it's not like she knew, you know, mm-hmm. it was coming up. So um, I think with, with a lot of the, with the astrology, it's not that specific, but I think that, you know, if you believe in it, which I totally do believe in the influences of the, the planets and the stars, um, I think that if you're aware of what the possibilities are, you might just be more aware of what's available to you. You know, they always say, like, everything is always available to everyone. It's just where we are, what our perspective is at the time, or what our capability is of seeing it. So if you have in your head, oh, that it's going to be a good year professionally or it's going to be a good year romantically or it's going to be a good year health-wise or whatever the thing is, and you start looking for that and you look for ways that that shows up in your life or you look how that shows up in relationships or in circumstances, then you can actually manifest that to happen because you your mind moves in that direction. Hmm. Does that make sense? No, it, it actually does. I think that there are... You know, it's the same thing, and to put it another way, is that if you certainly aren't open to possibilities or opportunities, not everything is a a neon light flashing in front of you that says, you know, here it is, this is it, this is it, this is it. You sort of have to be receptive to the fact that there are these opportunities that are being presented to you, that there are these paths for you to choose, and but it's up to you to ultimately to be able to make those selections. And I think that I'm reading over some of the traits that they're saying that people who are Pisces, sort of exhibit and on the pro side it says imaginative compassionate and sensitive on the con side it says uh vague and secretive and i know uh, gosh everybody who knows me well is probably rolling their eyes or nodding their head right now the vague part they call me captain vague <laughs> often, <laughs> i'm often captain vague but you know what about you i don't want to make sure that i'm not the only one here do you ever exhibit any of those uh, those cons or the the pros, the vague and the the secretive, or possibly the imaginative and the sensitive and compassionate. The ima- not the secretive so much. I'm kind of like an open book, but I would like to think that the imaginative, yes, or the creative, that kind of stuff, yes. Well, there are some other things when we're talking about things that people exhibit, and one of the things that I've noticed people have exhibited since. Since the news first broke, and I can't remember the exact date, but I guess it would be back in February that you were going to be returning to General Hospital. People have been so excited because certainly the last three years that you've been on the show, that was the biggest question that people had for you is when would you be returning? When would you be returning? So let's get a little bit more uh, detail and information about how this happened. I'm assuming uh, you were probably minding your own business somewhere and got a phone call that said, hey, you know, do you want to come back to the show? Is that how it worked? Yeah, kind of. Well, yes, actually that phone call came from my um, friend and um, uh, manager and agent, Michael Bruno, who's great, who works with, mm-hmm. you know, not only me, but a lot of the people in the daytime industry, performers, you know, who've been in the shows, you know, over the years. 
and he's great. But I have to tell you, Dan, the reason, you know, people, it's true, in the last, you know, two, three years, I hadn't been on the show at all. And people, it's so funny because it's not my decision. Like, people would come up to me all the time, almost accusing, like, well, other people are back on. Why aren't you back on? You know, as if, as if it was, <laughs> as if it was my choice. And I'd say, it's not my decision. It's not that I don't want to be on. I haven't been invited. <laughs> you have to get invited. You can't just show up. Because <laughs> something... I, think, I think people, you know, just because I had the the good fortune to have been on that show my entire adult life, you know, I was on ABC Network for 37 years. I mean, that's a long time yeah. uh, to be on on the air every day. One life to live for, you know, two and a half years before GH, but. Altogether, that's a long time. So I think people, a lot of people over the years, a lot of the fans have become my friends and become people that, you know, have written to me over the years or that we've gotten together or at public appearances. They see me, you know, they come, they show me pictures of their kids. We've gone through, we have a lot of mutual memories because we've gone through things together. And some of these people think because I've been on so long that it would be my choice to stay or to go or to, you know, have a say in storyline and all of that. And, you know, which is not the case. So I was very, very happy when, when uh, Frank Valentini came on as, as executive producer and Ron, you know, Carlovati, because I didn't know how the show was going to go. I had watched some of the shows when they first came on, and I thought, oh, these two men know what they're doing. You know, and I knew that they had come from One Life to Live. I knew they mm-hmm. had a lot of experience. I knew that they had a love and respect for daytime and that they that they basically really knew what they were doing and that they really wanted to come in and and make General Hospital worthy of staying on the air because at that time, you know, the show was not doing well. And they've done it. You know, I think General Hospital is as good as it's ever been. It's just really, really wonderful, and it's thanks to them because um, the show was definitely floundering around before they came on. And, yeah. you know, when they come on, they had to have come up with ideas, and they had to figure out what they were doing. And, and um, Frank Valentini and I did talk on the phone a couple of times uh, over the past year, and he said, you know what, we have to have story, you know, we're interested, we're open, but, but Ron, um, has, we're not going to bring you on just to be a, just to come on. We have to come up with an idea. So finally, I guess with this 50th, um, GH 50th, can you believe 50 years? Oh my God. It's amazing. 50 years on the air. I mean, what's on the air for 50 <laughs> years except for news and sports and General Hospital? That's it. Uh- <laughs> Nothing. I mean, there are only two other shows. It was you know, as the world turns and Guiding Light that were on longer. This this really is a big deal. I mean, people may sort of you know they think of oh okay well certain things are celebrating their hundredth anniversary and you know this is the two hundred and fiftieth anniversary of the founding of our town. But in terms of television, the fact that something has been around consistently, not with a break, not you know a ten year gap, fifty years nonstop, it's really amazing. It really is amazing. And for it to still be on and still be doing as well as it's doing. And what I really am liking and what I'm seeing on General Hospital right now is that they have truly found a way to honor the history of the show, the past, the circumstances, the characters, all of that, and at the same time bring it forward into the present and into the future in a way that, that keeps it fresh and new and different. That's, it's not an easy feat, you know, particularly when a show has been on for a, for a long time and there are so many, you know, characters and there are so many storylines that have already been done. You don't want to keep repeating yourself, 
but at the same time, there's a you know you want to you want to draw from just in real life. Mm-hmm. If the show is character driven, which is what you know General Hospital now is, as opposed to what it was before you know Mr. Valentini and Mr. Carlovati came on, uh, it was it was plot driven. It was just plot 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 and you know, what was going on. It was just circumstances and events. It had really nothing to do with character. You know, now we're back to character. And to me, that's what daytime is all about. That's what makes General Hospital special. That's what makes any soap special. But particularly one like General Hospital, who has, you know, characters that have been known and loved for so many years um, that are on the show. I think that's a great thing. That's what I love and admire about it. Oh, absolutely. And one of the things that I've noticed as well, outside of the fact that he runs a really tight ship and it seems that everybody is so much uh, more willing to go the extra mile for him, uh, Frank Valentini likes to keep a lot of things, uh, play it close to his chest. And now I'm wondering when you finally did speak to him, just to give folks out there who are listening an idea of what goes on, does he tell you this is what we have planned or does he say more along the lines of we have some really great story for you. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You'll find out when you get here kind of thing. Oh, yeah, no, he, I didn't even talk to him before I came on. He, he, we had talked way before they invited me back to come back just as like a couple of times on the phone as like a, not even to discuss coming back, just to, for him, I guess, to find out if I would be open to it, would be available, if they could come up with an idea, all of that. It was nothing specific. And then all of a sudden the phone call came from um, uh, my Michael Bruno mm-hmm. who said, oh, uh, Jackie, they want you to come back on and do some shows. You know, they're, they're, Frank Valentini and Ron Carlovati want to do the nurses' ball again, and they want you to come on General Hospital this celebrating the 50th. And I said to him, Michael, call me when they actually have Bobby in a script because we didn't this go around before, and I think that's great, and I've told them I'm open to it, and, you know, I'm here in town, but call me when I'm in a script. <laughs> there's no, right now, if I'm not written in, there's really nothing to talk about. <laughs> Were you surprised at all that they, I mean, the nurse's ball, it has to be probably one of the most expensive undertakings for any soap to do. There's a whole lot going on. They put a lot of money in it. Were you surprised that they finally decided to bring back the nurse's ball? Yeah, I really am, and I love it. I love that they have. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, I'm not allowed. We were, we were shooting pictures. They had this big cake for the, like, big, speaking of cakes, this was huge. They had one, like, a shape of a TV set, and it was all chocolate, and it had 50th. Um, Dan? I'm here. Yes. Oh, I thought my phone started beeping. I don't know. It was making weird noises. I'm sorry. Anyway, it had this, it had this um, big cake, and you know we're all on the set taking pictures of it and taking. They were doing a cast photo, and then Frank Beltini gets up and goes, "Anybody tweets anything about what's going on on this show, you lose your job." I mean, that's how much they wanted to keep it secret of what was going on, because it's true in today's day and age. You know, you you yeah. shoot scenes for something. And then it's going to be like another two weeks later before it goes on the air. He didn't want everybody to give away like who the acts are, who the, mm-hmm. who's in the nurses' ball, who's performing, what's going to happen with the storyline. Because this is the best. What I can say, it's the best nurses' ball that we've ever had on GH. It's really, really good. 
If that doesn't want to make you tune in out there, I don't know what will. We are going to talk a little bit about some things that are sort of coming up on GH. Don't worry, you don't have to put up your, your spoiler guards out there, everybody. But I wanted to make sure that I passed along the number as well. I know we have some folks waiting on the line. But if you'd like to call in and talk to Jackie, the number is 866-472-5788. Again, it's 866-472-5788. Something that happened at the end of today's show, Jackie, this is not going to spoil anything for anyone. They show uh, a scene that's coming up presumably on Monday, and we finally see Bobby and Carly in a scene together. I'd imagine, without giving away the details of, of what that is, it must be nice for there to be uh, you know, sort of a, an understanding to bringing, bringing it all home when you ha- get to have scenes with, with family members on the show. That sort of really means that you're here, you're there, and you're appreciated. Yeah, I was so thrilled. i I got to tell you... To, to come back and get scenes, I did have scenes while I was there with with uh, Carly, which I liked. Michael, not like a lot with Michael, but because of the nurses' ball, we had some interaction, which is great. Uh, with Jeannie Francis, with Laura, <laughs> and with Tony Geary as Luke, and with um, uh, Kid Schreiner as Scotty, mm-hmm. all my old court heads, and with you know uh, Lynn Herring as Lucy. So, so those were my main people that I had stuff with. To do, and it was just so fun. Oh, and, and of course, Rick uh, with Noah Drake, Rick Springfield. So uh, that was kind of cool, you know. I mean, gosh, you can't get be in better company than those people. I mean, it was just absolutely wonderful. So hopefully, um, you know, a couple of the shows have already aired that mm-hmm. um, I was in, and um, the reaction has been really nice. I mean, people have just been so kind and so wonderful, and I've gotten a lot of, you know. People have, like, tweeted to me on Twitter and said really nice things. Um, if anybody wants to, uh, you know, it's at, at Jackie Zeman is my um, Twitter place. And um, let me know what you think because I, I really enjoy hearing what people have to say. And, of course, you know, ABC, you know, Frank Valentini and Ron Carlovati, people, they're both on Twitter. And they look at yes. that every day. They tweet out every day the certain thing about a line in the show or if something's written or, you know, what Frank likes to do is, like, mention, oh, we have, like, a surprise coming up. Or we have a, you know, he likes, likes to tease people with coming up. And Ron likes to, like, put out something every once in a while, like a certain line or the dialogue, you know, because he's into, like, the words. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just, it's really fun to have you know two people like that who are in control and have you know their ideas are so great but at the same time they enjoy that give and take with the with the fans and with the audience and they want to hear the reaction that people have to the show and the characters i think that's wonderful and i think it's great that in today's technology it's so you know of the moment you mentioned that you know soap fans really pick up on certain things, whether they're uh, very subtle or they're extremely apparent. There was a line from this past week's show, and again, we're going to be discussing in sort of vague terms, so if there's anything that you know that you can't say, we'll work our way around it. But Bobby made a comment that she would like to see Lucas sort of find the, the, the right nice guy, get married, settle down, have a nice and happy life. Do you think this is any sort of foreshadowing? Will Lucas be returning to Port Charles? Does that mean we'll get to see more Bobby in the future? Anything that you can sort of give to us? Well, I, you know, when you say that, I would, I would like that. Obviously, I would like that to happen because I think, one, just for the well-being, you know, besides my little selfish, yes, I would like to do be in that story, <laughs> I think for the 
the good of the show and the big picture and the history, that that is a storyline that hasn't been done, that I think the people that know and love General Hospital would like to see. And I think because Lucas is a character that, you know, was born on General Hospital and Mm -hmm. that people saw him grow up and the, the different Lucases over the years, and now all of a sudden he's a young man, you know, in his 20s, and people saw Bobby, what Bobby went through all those years and so much in wanting you know, a child and wanting a son and going through that whole thing where, you know, as he was growing up, um, he had the diabetes and we, Lucas was in a lot of scenes over the years, you know, as he was growing up. So people got to know him and love the character. And I think, you know, a few years ago, um, it wasn't the right team to do the Lucas storyline at one point when they had had the shows on where they said Lucas was gay and he came out and he, you know, told his mom. Uh, and then all of a sudden they dropped it. They dropped it like right away. It wasn't time to do the story or it wasn't the right, the powers that be at that time weren't the right people that wanted to write the story. You know what I mean? They weren't comfortable with it. But now I think that the, the world has changed and I think people are so much more open-minded and I think that if you, you know, you have a character on, Lucas, when he came out and everybody said, oh, he's gay, at the time, that was the story, and I think that would be an interesting story, but right now, I don't think that is the story anymore. I think the fact that somebody's gay is just the fact that they're gay. You do a story. The story isn't because the person is gay. The story is about someone who just happens to be gay. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? That's how far we've come in today's society. That's what I think is interesting and exciting. So, yes, you know, when you say, what, is that like a, a little tease of what's to be? I, I hope so. I hope so, because I think that would be a wonderful thing, and I think the audience would really love it, and I would love to be involved with that. Well, same-sex marriage has been in the headlines here in the U.S. for all this week, but in Canada, same-sex marriage is already legal, and we have a caller, just happens to be from Canada. How's that for a segue? We have Rosanna. Rosanna, welcome to Subcentral Live. Hi, Dan. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Rosanna. Thank you for calling. How are you guys today? I'm good. Happy Easter, by the way. Oh, thanks, Rosanna. You too. I have a question for you, Jackie, and for you, Dan. Uh-oh, okay. Yes. Jackie, <laughs> how do you feel about the changes on General Hospital, you know, with all the cast members? I love the way Dan, um, Frank, and um, the producer. Um, Frank and Ron. Frank and Ron. Yes, I keep forgetting Ron's name. They've made changes. But the only thing is it goes it's so fast, you know, like sometimes they'll show some storylines, and then it'll be like a couple weeks later that'll be, you know, we'll come back to it. I mean, how does that make the actors feel when they do that? Like they stop in between. And for you, Dan, how do you, what do you think the change in soap operas is? Because there's a lot of fans that feel that General Hospital is going to fail after the anniversary, which I don't believe so because they have so many storylines and it's doing really well. How do you think the soap in the future will be? Well, thank you for those questions. I'm going to not be selfish. I'm going to let Jackie answer her part of the question first, Rosanna. So, Jackie, what do you uh, make of that? Where you're, sh- okay. I guess she's noticed that the storylines seem to be moving at a quicker pace. Yeah. Um, first of all, yeah, thanks, thanks, uh, Rosanna. Those are really interesting questions. I can tell that you really watch the show and that you really have a an emotional investment in what's going on because you're you're noticing, you know how it's done technically and the big picture besides just the moment-to-moment, mm-hmm. you know, what goes on each individual day. 
Um, the stop and start, I think, I think it's a good thing um, because I think in order to move story forward, you have to give characters airtime. But because there are so many characters that are now involved with General Hospital, because because of them bringing back some of the vets and the people who've been on for a long time, as well as the new people, you you know you could you only have so much airtime every day. So what they do is they put somebody on and they'll work somebody uh, like a, a storyline a lot for like a month or two months or three months. You know what I mean? And it gets really really intense, and then they get. This is where the power of the audience comes in. They get the feedback from the people that are watching, and the people will say, "Oh, we love this story, or well, we love this actor, or we love, you know, where this is going." And then they, they, the storyline is really intense, and then they have to lay back a little bit and concentrate on something else, you know, just to keep the show moving, to keep it interesting, because you can't have just the same four or five people on every day, day after day, day after day. It gets boring. You know, no matter how good the stories are, no matter how good the actors are, that's it's too much. So I th- I think it's fine as far as how the actors feel about it. I think you know every actor loves to work. I mean, we all love to work. We all get excited <laughs> when we get a script, and it's different now, Rosanna. We used to get the whole script, like a script, a GH script is like ninety four, ninety five, ninety six pages. We used to get the whole script delivered for every day. You know, all five a week. Now you only get the actual scenes that you're in. Ooh. So when the messenger brings your packet, like the messenger comes to my door with a packet of what my scripts are, all I get is my scenes. I don't know what's going on on the rest of the show. So it, it, it's, it's just kind of different. You, so as an actor, you don't really know anymore what's going on big picture with the whole storyline. All you know is your own, you know, your own small contribution to what your scenes are. So, you know, it's just different. Better or worse, I don't know. I can't judge it. I don't know. It's just different. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to take a quick moment to try to uh, answer the part of the question that Rosanna had for me. I personally, Jackie, I think that it is exciting when you have those, they don't necessarily like to be shorter termed stories, but again, when you can mix things up and when you don't necessarily know what's going to be on the next day, that your storyline that you're most excited, maybe you have to wait an extra day to get it played out on the screen. I personally like, like that. I don't think that we necessarily have to be given everything that we want when we want it. Let it play out. Let the, let the fans get some, suspense, let them want more, let them have that craving. For me, I think that that's exciting, and I certainly hear that when I read the emails and the tweets and all of that from from the fans. And regarding the fact of how will the show go on, Jackie, the show, as we've said several times, has been on for 50 years. Even if they were to take one character from each of those 50 years and come up with you know, maybe a three-month story, they would have... <laughs> They would have enough story to create for the next, you know, three million years practically. They, there is so <laughs> yeah. much stuff to mine. I would imagine that being on the show, I mean, you know this as well as anybody else does. There's so much story. There's so many characters that this show could go on forever. Absolutely, and hopefully it will. <laughs> I'm not necessarily superstitious. Okay, maybe a little bit, but I'm knocking on wood uh, to make sure that it happens. And. While we're knocking on wood here, I'm going to go back to the phone lines because we have a call from, oh, right here in Pennsylvania from, I believe it's Dina. Dina, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi. Hi, Dan. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Dina. Hi. 
Um, I just wanted to call and tell you that I am in awe that you are back on General Hospital. And I'm so happy that they brought back other legendary actors like Duke's character and Frisco and Felicia and Scotty and everybody. And I just have to tell you that when you all are present, I just get teared up. It doesn't matter what you guys are doing. I'm just so happy that they brought you all back. Oh, Dina, thank you so much. That's lovely. That's really nice for you to say, and it's it's nice to hear. And I do have to ask. I'm so excited about the nurses' ball, and I'm excited <laughs> about the 50th. But when it's all over, are you planning on sticking around? Was there is there talk about you staying? Well, I don't know. They haven't they haven't actually booked me to stay. Um, you know, they there was when I came in to do my sh- shows that were on for. You know, the nurse's ball, Frank said, there is a beginning and a middle and an end to your, you know, your arc in this storyline. He said, but those things change all the time. You know what I mean? I, I, the audience reaction has been really positive and really good to seeing Bobby back on, yeah. which makes me happy. And sometimes that's, you know, when they see that, that's enough to inspire them to say, oh, yeah, let's have her back on. People really like the character. You know, we're getting, like, all this positive feedback. So, you know, if it goes in that direction, if it's meant to be, nothing would make me happier. I think it would be fabulous because I I had such a good time being there, and I felt like, especially with the people that they had me working with, like I was back with my family in a lot of ways, you know. It was just, it was very pleasant. And the set is such a, it's just so infused with, like, positive energy, and it's just really exciting to be there because... Frank Valentini is a very hands-on producer. He's not he's not one of those executive producers that like, goes and sits and hides in his office like a lot of them do and you know goes out to lunch with the network people and doesn't really know what's actually going on. He's <laughs> on the set. He he directs some of the show, he proves wardrobe, he proves the scripts, he you know right down to if he doesn't like a pair of earrings that someone is wearing or he doesn't wow. like a certain shot or he wants something shot in a different way. He's very hands-on. And it's really exciting to work with somebody who, you know, he's a, he's a bit of a dichotomy because in this business, a lot of times the people who are the executive producers are like the money people. They're not necessarily the creative people. They're the money people. They bring the money mm-hmm. in. They make the show happen. They hire and fire the, you know, and the crew. But they don't really know how to direct. They don't really know how to, you know, work with head writers. He knows it all. So that's, you know, that's that's a big win for ABC to have him, to get him for General Hospital. Well, thank you so much for your call, Dina. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dina. Good luck to you. Happy Happy Easter weekend. Yes, you too. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Now, it, for, for Dina and for those of you out there who are listening, uh, Jackie does not have to say this. I will say it on her behalf. If you enjoy seeing Bobby on screen and you would like to see more of her, as Jackie pointed out, Ron and Frank are both on Twitter. What better way when you have some extra time this weekend if you're home you know, looking for Easter eggs, send out a tweet that says that you want to see more of Jackie Zeman on air. Can't hurt. I think it would be nice. We talked about one story that could certainly bring her back to Port Charles. So get your fingers tapping. It only takes 100 and what, 40 characters, and uh, maybe we'll be able to see more of Jackie on screen. Oh, Dan, that's really nice of you. Thank you. And that, that, you know, that, that does make such a difference. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. And anybody who's, you know, wants to do that, thanks. I would be great. We have another caller, someone who was 
trying to squirrel her way home from work so she could get a chance to call you. We have Debbie calling in. Debbie, welcome to Soap Central Live. Oh, hi. Hi, Dan. Hi, Jackie. Hi. Hi, Debbie. Welcome back to General Hospital, and I definitely will put a tweet in for you. Um, I'm really excited to see you back and have everybody back, and I've been watching it forever, so um, I just hope that you get to stay. I didn't really have a question for you, just that I admire the work you've done through the years and um, all the storylines that you've covered, and General Hospital needs a good nurse back. <laughs> oh, thank you, Debbie. You, you know, I have to tell you, I really did get pangs. Like, they had some scenes on with the nurses. There's just something in the nurse's ball. I can't say what it is, but, you know, with nurses. And then um, they had, like, a, what's going on in the show. I guess, you, you know, the graduation is coming up, you know, with the nurse. I guess I can say that because mm-hmm. you just know it's the end of the year when they have gradu- classes graduate. But I watched those scenes, and it brought back memories of, you know. I remember when you were, when you were just the young nurse on the <laughs> Yeah, I brought all that back, and- you know. <laughs> I came on as a student nurse, and we were all young, and, and the young doctors, and Rick Springfield came on as, you know, Dr. Yes, Noah Drake. Yes, and husband's supposed to be there, I heard. <laughs> yeah, I, he was, and there, and um, when Emily McLaughlin was on, you know, as Jesse, and when when um, Shel Kepler was on as Amy Vining, you know, it mm-hmm. just, whoa, all these memories came, like, flooding into my head and into my heart. <laughs> Staying home well, the whole weekend and watching all of the shows, so I'm sure I'll see quite a few with you in it. And it's such an honor to meet you. Oh, and, thank you um, so much. Very and, kind. Um, of Dan, you. thank you. You're great, and I love your column and your show, and um, I'll try to listen later on it. Perfect. Thank you so much, Debbie, for calling in. <laughs> thank you. Jackie, we've been playing some games all week online, asking people for their favorite storylines on General Hospital, favorite couples. So I'd like to bring you in on a little bit of these uh, games. So one of the questions that I have for you is, who do you think would do better stranded on a desert island, Jackie Zeman or Bobby Spencer? Ooh. <laughs> um, hmm. Mm, Bobby Spencer. Because she's a nurse? <laughs> Is that <Yeah>. the reason? <laughs> <laughs> well, because of, because of her education. Bobby, because she, Bobby came from, you know, a very challenging background. She's had to learn to survive without getting much help. You know, she, or the parents weren't around and, and she had Luke there, but Luke was so, always so, you know, Bobby's so positive and Luke is always so negative about everything. There was always that, interesting part of the relationship but bobby really had to you know pick herself up by the bootstraps and just really kind of figure it all out in life and i guess that's what you'd have to do if you go out on a a desert island so i would say bobby (laughs) well let's find out what another caller makes of that situation if if she agrees with that or what she thinks we have kimberly from new york kimberly welcome to soap central live hi um hi jackie this is the first time i've been uh, talking to you, but I've called into the show before. Um, welcome back and happy late birthday. Oh, thank you, Kimberly. Um, I don't know about any island stuff, but I was curious. I don't know if you're able to say, but will you be having scenes with Heather? Because, you know, Heather's been doing really nasty things to uh, Luke, and I thought since you play his sister that you would probably, like, have a nice old 
smack fest with her. I would love to see that. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> well, I guess you can tell from my reaction, we didn't do that this go-round. <laughs> but that would be really fun. I just think, you know, on soap operas, that getting down and throwing a little mud at each other is just always really fun to do and fun to watch. <laughs> it definitely is. And, Kimberly, if you want to see that happen, we'll say the same thing that we said to the caller a couple callers ago. Get on the Twitter if you have it or the Facebook because there is a General Hospital Facebook page or even uh, send your, your emails to SoapCentral.com and on our Twitter page and let everyone know what some of the ideas you have and what you'd like to see. It's the best way to get the message out there. I'm looking and I see we only have maybe about three minutes, so let's do a couple more of these difficult questions for you, Jackie. We have a lot of people who've weighed in on their favorite Bobby-related storyline. We have uh, Soapstud79 said, absolutely loved her in her stories involving Sharon Wyatt, the custody battle. Carolyn Hannah said, Carly's sleeping with Tony and finding out Bobby was her mom. Mm. What would you say, I, I know asking you to pick one is like asking you to, you know, jump off a cliff, but what is your most favorite storyline that you've been a part of on GH? Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. And keep hey, in mind, you really... have three minutes. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that I can't, I can't pick one. I, but I have to say, of, of the, I mean, it's Bobby Spencer, Brock Meyer, Jones, Cassadine, almost Jack Spencer. So, if you just look at the list of the, the men and the husbands that Bobby has been involved with, and every late relationship brought something completely different into her heart and into her world, you know. And that's something you can't pick one. It's like when you have children, you can't say, oh, which of my children is my favorite? You know, moms and dads, you don't have favorites. You, you love all your children. But, but I love them all for different reasons. And I love where all of the circumstances and the different, you know, actors that I've had the great opportunity to work with have all brought such wonderful things to the table and wonderful things to the show and wonderful things to, the, the, um, to Bobby and the, the memories we share with the audience. So Absolutely. I think it's all been good. I've, I've, none of it's been bad. It's all been good. My mother can only pick her favorite child because she only has one to choose from. Otherwise, it might be up for grabs. But <laughs> Before we completely run out of time here, I know that you lend your star power to a number of charitable causes, and I want to let uh, you have an opportunity. Do you have any appearances or anything that you're uh, working on in terms of, of charities that you'd like listeners to know about? Oh, Dan, thank you. Well, I still continue to work with the Gabriel Project, um, you know, which is based in New Jersey with my friend Mark Malamed, and we bring kids over from Africa to the USA for life-saving heart surgery. And I continue to work with, the, uh, with leukemia to raise money for the Leukemia Society, mostly in the New York area. And uh, I, we don't have an exact date yet, but I will be back in the New York area Sometime in November-ish, like around Veterans Day, we're going to have an event, and we haven't exactly decided which night, but it's sometime that month, and we'll be announcing that soon, probably in the next two to four weeks, and I will be back in New York to celebrate that, and as soon as I know exactly what it's going to be, it'll be with Jane Alyssa, uh, and every year we you know, do something to raise some money, and we do it with the daytime people, and we do it with the Broadway show talent as well, so it's a lot of fun. And we'll make sure that we pass that along. I can't believe that somehow we are out of time for our birthday celebration. Jackie, thank you so much. It goes without saying, thank you so much for taking some time out to be here to, to chat with everybody and to sort of catch up. It's been so much fun. Dan, thank you so much for inviting me, and it's been my pleasure. I've loved every minute of it, so thank you. 
If you would like more of Jackie, don't forget to check her out weekdays on General Hospital. It airs on ABC. You can also check out her previous appearances here on the show from 2010, 11, 12, and now 13. Head over to SoapCentral.com slash radio. You'll have access to all of those shows and more than 170 shows in total. You can download them on demand for free to any Internet-connected device. Again, it's totally free, SoapCentral.com slash radio. We're going to be back here again next Friday, April 5th at 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific for another story in the continuing saga that we call Soap Central Live. We'll see you then, everybody. Thanks. Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 